L. Duncan, Frank Isola, J.A. Adade, Clinton Yates. Bounty? Jalen Hurts knows the Giants will be going after him, but he said he's ready. But is his shoulder ready? And choosing the Lions over everybody else. Stop me when you heard that before. <laughs> Can't stop, Wait, won't stop. Let's go around oh, the horse. Don't stop me. Save it on a college own. Donnie, you've grown a beard out. I've never seen that on you. That's a good look. Do something different for the two trains. Let's start with Jalen Hurts. It's football. Um, you know, I, I, I got a hit. I got a bounty on me every week. I go out there on the field, so um, go out there and just play my game. You know, whatever happens, happens. Hurts says he's feeling good, better than two weeks ago when he came back and played his first game after injuring his shoulder. But bringing up the word bounty and the possibility of the Giants to go after him. He's not on the injury report. Good to go Saturday versus New York, L. How should the Eagles and Hurts feel going into their first playoff game? Yeah, I actually think that they should look at it as a little bit of an advantage, maybe a little gamesmanship, because they did just face the Giants a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, they didn't have Jalen Hurts doing some of the design stuff that they normally do. They usually call about five design runs for him every single game. To nurse that shoulder, they didn't do that. So even Brian, the Giants head coach Brian Dayball at this point is saying, I don't know how they're going to use Jalen Hurts. Here's how I think, though, the Giants are going to approach them. If you look at what Tampa Bay did last year in his only other playoff game, they blitzed the heck out of him mm -hmm. and they forced him to his left daring him to throw the ball, something they knew he could not do. The Eagles have been saying all offseason that's what they focused on the most is improving that part of Jalen Hurts' game, and I think the Giants are going to try and call his bluff, largely because they've got Wink Martindale, who, to say he likes to blitz is to say Tony Reale thinks black clothes are okay. It's his signature. It's As evident it's by what happened look, yes. Yes, in, week, in week 14. They blitzed him in 19 of his 31 dropbacks. The difference this week, though, is he can't afford to get sacked three times like he did a few weeks back. Frank Isola, how'd you hear Hurts there, and how do you think that he should be thinking going into this matchup in New York? I think gamesmanship is a smart way to put it because you see Tom Brady, Peyton Manning was like this. Every time they'd get sacked, they'd look at the rep and say, how come you're not calling rough in the passer? There was a terrible one called in the Viking-Giant mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. He might be thinking, hey, when they come after me, let's see the flag. But I will say this about Jalen Hurts. I think he has the makeup. I think he's a big-time leader. But he has a lot to prove. You go back to last weekend, Brock Purdy, Daniel Jones. You look at uh, Trevor Lawrence in the second half, the way that they played. Um, Jalen Hurts did not have a good playoff debut last year. 20 incompletions, two interceptions. For me, there's no more. The, the team with the most pressure and the quarterback with the most pressure are both Philadelphia and it's Jalen Hurts. Played one game in the last month, J.A. We know about the shoulder. He says he feels better. How should the team feel going in? Well, they should feel like if they're going to choose between how their NFC East rivals did it last week, be more like the Cowboys than the Giants. The Cowboys, I think, were very careful with how they ran Dak Prescott, most notably when he walked into the end zone by himself on that bootleg. Uh, he ran seven times. Daniel Jones ran 17 times. I think they got a little carried away at times, put him at risk. So be closer to the Cowboys than the Giants. The thing of the NFC East, some of us that can remember those battles from the 1990s think it's a little funny to hear a Philadelphia Eagle talking about bounties. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Andre Watt. Now, of course, that is, that is a <laughs> word that has existed in the NFL lexicon. No one's really suggesting it's happening here, right, J.A. Donde? It was the word Hurts used, but do you believe that, that that's going on, that the Giants are going to be going for Hurts like that? 
No, I don't think there'd be a bounty. But just to eliminate the possibility, the NFL needs to think about more severe penalties for real roughing the passer. Not like that example we saw at the Vikings game. But if you really do target and go after a quarterback, maybe that should uh, be an ejection or a suspension. Well, Nate, I, I saw the eyebrow raise when, when bounty came up. Please, what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, it's a weird word to use because of the specifics of the rules of the league. But let's be realistic. This is NFL big boy football. If I know a quarterback who runs the ball and is that much of a part of an offense, has an injury, you're daggone real I'm going after that dude so that I can incapacitate his ability to play. I think that Jalen is being a little bit Pollyannish about what all of this is. The Giants and the Eagles are not that dissimilar. Jalen Hurts is just better at it than Daniel Jones is. And if you're coming off a team, a Giants team with Dayball that's as motivated as that, he better be a little bit more realistic as to what this defensive strategy is going to be from a blitz-heavy standpoint, as El mentioned. They are going to hammer him, which is what they should be doing in order to try to win this football game. The Eagles are still a little bit of a surprise to a lot of people. They just won a bunch of games. they got to prove it first, in my opinion, and Jalen's going to be the one that's got to be the El, did you have any reaction when you heard Bounty come out of uh, Hurt's mouth there? No, I think that's just like sort of allegory. He also has the benefit of one of the better offensive lines. I think that was also maybe a little bit of him being like, I have no worries because I know my guys up front are going to protect me and do what they need to do. And Isola. Yeah, he's obviously going to be the focal point, and I think he needs to play like Jalen Hurts, which means running the ball. You look at Josh Allen last week against Miami. There were times where he said, you know what? I'm the one that has to make a play here, and I think Jalen Hurts is the same way. If he doesn't play like that and he's not getting hit, then the Eagles are in big trouble. last word. My concern about it is in short yardage situations. We saw how important that was last week in terms of playoff situations in the NFL. If he's that banged up and he can't get right in there when he needs a first or a short situation, it's going to be a different team in terms of how they call plays. We've been horned. We'll move on. Aaron Rodgers mulling. Let's take a listen. <laughs> you got to win MVP again in the right situation. Um, right situation? Is that Green Bay or is that somewhere else? I'm not sure. Um, but I don't think you should shut down any, you know, opportunity. Like I said, during the season, it's got to be, you know, both uh, both sides, uh, you know, like actually wanting, you know, to work together moving forward. And uh, I think there's, you know, more conversations to be had. Right situations and rebuilds and reloads were some of the other words he threw out in his segment with Pat McAfee and A.J. Hoff. Frank, how did you hear Rodgers? Yeah, tis the season for speculation about Aaron Rodgers' future, created, directed, produced by Aaron Rodgers. Does part of him love this because he wants to have his name out there, everybody talking about him? Absolutely. Maybe he's trying to get some of his teammates whose futures are in doubt. Maybe he's trying to get them paid by saying, well, I don't know if I really want to come back. And I also think part of it is here's a guy who just loves being the center of attention during the offseason to the point where he actually said, I think I'm still good enough to be an MVP. He didn't talk about winning a Super Bowl. He said, I'm good enough to, be, to win an MVP. Thankfully, the NFL is the one sport where we seem to judge greatness on how you perform on a team level winning a Super Bowl, not necessarily individual awards. And I found it interesting okay. that he used that. I could still win an MVP. I think uh, maybe you're reading into it a little bit, but okay, fine. The, the fact that he could still be at an MVP level, well, he wasn't this season, Jay Adande. Exactly. How did you hear Rodgers? Exactly. I heard him laying the groundwork for a trade, and the more I read about it, the more it seems like the trade is the best option for all involved. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to walk away from $59 million, and you'd see different potential cap hits 
50, 40 million, 70 million, 90 million, depending on the timing of what, when, and where things happen. With regard to Rodgers, the cap hit that it could be for the Packers, it makes the most sense to trade him. So I think he's starting to get the ball rolling on that. He's not mulling retirement. He's also not capable of making a decision right now because all those things that he laid out, what teammates are going to be there, the direction the franchise is going to go, those are unknown right now. So his thoughts, what he's mulling right now, is really irrelevant because he doesn't have all the data to make an informed decision. You know, in the right situation, Tony, if you were wearing a black tank top as opposed to a black shirt and a cowboy hat and I had a white wrinkled shirt on, I could score 40 <laughs> points a game. But that's not what the reality of Aaron Rodgers' situation is right now. Look, he's on the backside of quarterbacks generationally in the NFL who are making choices about who they are and what they're doing. I think he has lost, you know, a real reality about what is actually true. I'm sorry, man. You only won one ring, and you're on the other side of what is good. Yeah, you might be able to be good for the Packers, but this league is not looking for the Aaron Rodgers of the world. I just don't believe that he you don't believe where we are in He still has power to control his own decision. No, I don't. I don't think he's that good right now, and that's evidenced by what happened with his football team. It's fine. Your career has been great, but I don't think anybody's knocking the door down for Aaron Rodgers. Duncan, explain to me the face you're making right now. What is this? I'm so mad at my friend and brother Clinton Yates for making me defend Aaron Rodgers right now, but bruh, in a league that's trotting out Carson Wentz still, he absolutely can still play in the NFL. Like, listen, he gets the benefit of the doubt because he had two straight MVP seasons, and he certainly had a abhorrent season last year. We know that. He was injured. He also lost one of his most important weapons. So I'm giving him the benefit of that doubt there. The difference between this summer and the previous two summers is that he does not have the cachet of coming off those MVP caliber seasons to make them grovel like he's done the last couple of years. All of this Tony is so disingenuous. He throws out something like, who knows? Maybe they want to go younger. Maybe they want Jordan Love. That is such BS. They just signed you less than a year ago knowing Jordan Love was on that that roster knowing that he's younger than you and they signed you up for three more years at 150 million dollars clearly you are their dude and they are make he is making this team bend the knee so much that even tim tebow is like good god man stand up it's so bananas that we're still doing this tony it's the trilogy that no one wants counted up there with big mama's house and look who's talking you should have laid out after the second one wow L, you're telling me you Man. think Aaron Rodgers is going to win another Super Bowl in his career? Honestly, I didn't say that. I did not say that. But you insinuated that he can't still call his shot in certain regards, and yes, he can. And a league that still has Without Sam the Donald Packers, starting, no. and there's Davis no other team that's going to deal with that nonsense. Oh. That's that, there's okay. no other team that's going to deal with that nonsense. A team that's desperate for a quarterback. Frank, I saw just threw out the Jets there. Maybe they would. That's all right. Frank, back in. The Jets. A hundred percent, and that's the thing. You're t- I mean, Aaron Rodgers could still get it done. That, let's not be silly here. Look at what the Jets went through this year. Look at what the New Orleans Saints went through. Look at what Baltimore had to deal with once Lamar Jackson went down, had no chance of winning. The hardest position in any sport, in any league to find a great player at is that quarterback. That guy can still Adonde. win. You're crazy if you don't think he can help a team. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to join L in the reluctant Aaron Rodgers defenders here. But, Frank, when you said he's only thinking about himself, he did say that he doesn't want to be anywhere that doesn't have a chance to win a championship. Yeah, I I so that, that was a team okay. thought. But it's also looking out for himself. He doesn't want to get exiled to the backwaters of the league. If He wants out of Green Bay, but he does want to go somewhere where he One can One last thing for Clinton Yates. This show's been on 20 years. Aaron Rodgers has won one Super Bowl. If it happens one more time yeah, in the next 20 years, give me the that's, minus that's 400. That's pretty good. Winning one is not easy.
I thought you guys would, would run out of things to say on Rodgers. I was wrong. But let's not lose track of what just happened there. Clint Yates just put a minus 400 on the table if Rodgers wins another Super Bowl. I, I heard it. Let's go. Put it in the, put it in the book. We'll be back. Gladys, I'll next. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. To say Nikola Jokic is on a heater is an understatement because his whole season's a heater. His whole career's been a heater. Triple-double number four in the last five games for Jokic. He has 13 on the season to lead the league, but that's not the half of it. He's averaging 25-11, 9.8. Denver's won seven in a row, 31-13, the one seed in the West. However, tonight, Memphis goes for 11 in a row, consecutively straight, versus Cleveland with a win. They'll tie them for one. What is John Morampit up to? Ooh. Devastation, destruction, and serial dunking. Clinton, which team do you believe in more? I believe in the Nuggets more, but the Grizzlies are more fun to watch. It's almost impossible to, you know, understate what Jokic is bringing to the table just in general. You watch the Nuggets play basketball, he does every single thing right. And people forget that it took, back in the bubble, a buzzer beater from Anthony Davis to knock them out of the playoffs. That team was going places then. They've got Murray back now. I think that they are closer to where they want to be overall as a franchise. The Grizzlies are getting there, and Ja is electric, but they're just not the same team. Ja Adande. Yeah, Clinton, and not only do they have Murray back, they have Michael Porter Jr. back. He's played the last 14 games consecutively in a row for them. They're 12-2 and two in that. He's averaging a plus-minus of plus-nine in those games. So we've seen that Jokic, great as, though, great as he may be, can't do it on his own, but now he has more help. Right, guys, so I like the fight in the Memphis Grizzlies, but I look at the Nuggets. Last night, again, Jokic, a 30-point triple-double, shot over 90%. Only two players in NBA history have done that multiple times in their career. One is Jokic, the other one, of course, he's involved in every scoring record, is Will Chamberlain. A lot of talent on that roster to score, led by him. Every record for scoring, Will Chamberlain. Also played basketball. L. Duncan, how about you? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I give it to the Nuggets because they're doing much more than playing like complimentary basketball to Jokic, which is what they were doing for the previous years. In fact, entering last night, they were outscoring teams when Jokic was not on the court, which seems insane mm, when you hear true? that. Wow. But I'm still gonna, I'm, yeah, but I'm still gonna go with the Grizzlies because here's another number for you. They've won 30 games, as you just said, Tony. They're going for their 11 straight win, and they've only had eight games this season where they have played with their full starting five. So they're not even fully, and that first game was in December 23rd. We don't even know what kind of product they are, but we know that defense is fantastic. And down the stretch, I think ultimately that's what's going to be decided. Buy or sell, too. This report from Florida that QB recruit Jaden Rashada has asked out of his commitment to Florida after a $13 million name image likeness deal fell through. Florida went big in pumping Rashada after he announced his intention in November, even though there were twists and turns and an hour-long delay on signing day. This appears to be a story about the business of the collectives that come up with the money for NIL deals for players and the lack of business involved, as it were, and the site and oversight and lack of oversight, as it were. J.A., what do we have here? That's the thing. You mentioned oversight, and you know what should the NCAA be doing? But that's the thing. It's grown beyond the NCAA now. Now that we're getting into contracts and payment and employee situations, then guess what? Now we're also getting into legal situations. It's is this not just a recruiting violation? Is it a breach of contract? And these things can take a long time to sort out in the court of law. Longer maybe than you have, given the schedule of a season and player eligibility. So you're not putting this on the NCAA. You're saying this is even a labor law. It's on them for failing to anticipate and put more guidelines in place. But now they're going to have to deal with it. They're going to have to deal with all the repercussions. But a lot of this is going to be out of their hands. That's big picture. Frank, you can go big picture or this particular deal with Rashada. No, he's, he's not the first. He's certainly not going to be the last. And you think about all this money that's being thrown around. You look at that transfer portal. Guys aren't in there. Because and women, not because they want to go to a better school or play for a better coach. It's now about money. That has everything to do with it. And think about the money. If you go back in history, Lou Alcindor, Patrick Ewing, Bo Jackson, Lamar Jackson, think Deion Sanders, Zion Williamson. Think of the money that these guys could have made back in the day with NIL. El Duncan. I actually do think this is a first, Frank. So for the crowd that's all, you know, oh, my God, NIL is turning college football into the NFL, and I hate it. They're big mad because this is our first holdout. And you know what you need when you have a holdout? You need leverage. And I have never seen the state of Florida between the Canes and the Gators and the Knolls less irrelevant in the football landscape. They need that kid more than he needs them. They can come up with the money. Clint Yates. Yeah, I'm with Elle on this one. Who knew it took $13 million to get a guy to play football at Florida? That, to me, is the big number here. These are what we call market forces right now, okay? If it's going to take this kind of cash to get people to play, you're going to have some people that are going to back out if they don't make it. This is what we asked for, and this is what we got. It's not going to work out for us. You guys believe the numbers, though? I mean, we've heard so many numbers attached to name image likeness. You talk about oversight with that. Whether the number, I believe you're journalists and you're reporting, but whether those numbers are true, whew. Salary cap. Get a Fire sell three. Thank Lions you. offensive coordinator Ben Johnson staying in Detroit and not going after head coaching jobs because he believes the Lions are on the cusp of something big and special. He canceled his trip to interview nope. for Carolina this week, Frank. Fire sell. Lions assistant over potential head coach elsewhere. Yeah, El, if you're going to do an impersonation of me, it's like this. The reason he doesn't want to go to a place like Carolina, Houston, they don't treat their coaches well. He's better off staying in Detroit for at least another year. And guess what? Detroit keeps winning even though they didn't make the playoffs. Good El Duncan. Them. 
Yeah, if the quote was, we're building something special here, the subquote was, also the Texans and the Colts and the Panthers are trash. If they're willing to pay him all this money after one year of being an OC, imagine what that price looks like next year. Yeah, we all watched Hard Knocks. This is a team that is obviously together. Grit. This is something that they do. They were the most fun story in the NFL that didn't make the playoffs. I believe in it. This is the way to go. Some loyalty for once in the NFL. Come a long way from the days when retirement was a better option than the Lions, but certainly the Lions are a better option than the other jobs that are out there right now, including your Broncos. Barry you know, Sanders, with all the Calvin they Johnson, they made different decisions. You're not wrong there, J.A. Eric Kramer. How could you not love the job he did this year? I mean, <laughs> we heard their coach was not, not even watching. He was watching the wave for big play calls. Well, but Johnson was making That's a great situation for Detroit right now. Adonde Duncan showdown. Minutes. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Rafa Nadal out at the Australian Open. A shocker in round two. American Mackenzie McDonald, number 65 in the world, is crowning achievement. Just watching Nadal try to move. Painful. I mean, he was slowed by a hip. Rafa Sputin has looked done before and bounced back, J.A. What's the takeaway from Mackenzie? Over. Yes. He's looking dunner now, though, and it's hard to imagine getting all the way through another Grand Slam, especially on the hard courts, and it's looking like Djokovic is going to wind up with the Grand Slam's record just by virtue of being the last man standing, literally. The last time that he left a Grand Slam this early was in 2016 against Verdasco, and at the time we said that injuries had made his 29-year-old self look older. That was six years ago. Do you believe that happens to be true now at age 35? He's <laughs> six years yes. old. <laughs> it, 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 does seem, it does seem like this one is different. We'll move on. Kansas State 83, Kansas 82 last night. Check this out. They were rocking the rolls. You got the fan of the <laughs> KU came back, but they couldn't get shots off at the end of reg or overtime, and the Jayhawks lose to the Wildcats. Bill Self, blame Self. Bad timing out the timeout. L, is this on, Coach Self? I mean, that's bad timing, but his team missed 10 free throws, shot 6 of 29 from long distance, and had two horrible turnovers to end both regulation and overtime. That's on them. Mm-hmm. Jay? We wonder if Self, though, was listening to the broadcast in which Fran Fraschilla said, Bill Self, he's good for about three buckets a game, diagramming plays in the timeouts. Maybe he was thinking that I've got something better than this open look well, at a he's three. he's good for three buckets a game, then Guilty. they would have lost by seven. Either way, point FaceTime L. Duncan. Okay, Trevor Lawrence's got Waffle House back in the news, but they're not just 
for good eats late at night. They're also the North Star in dependability. Did you know that FEMA has a Waffle House code to figure out how serious a natural disaster is based on whether Waffle House is open or not? May we all be that steady in the face of a storm as Waffle House. Oh, George's fine is going up L, you're giving away the company secrets. I heard Trevor Lawrence has got a reservation at They're not supposed to know that. This week. Just because they're open. Mean to... Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.